Welcome to episode 55 of Monday State of Mind. My name is Michael Mazel, and I'm the Director of Alumni and Recovery Support Services for the Harmony Foundation. All right, ladies and gents, we are in the middle of May. We are talking all about how to stay stimulated in sobriety and in your recovery journey, how to continue to grow and evolve so that you don't get stagnant, right? You don't get bored. You don't want to isolate all the things, right? Before we dive into this episode, I do want to let all of you amazing humans know if this is your first episode tuning into Monday State of Mind, go back to episode one after you finish listening to this episode and take those five minutes that that episode consists of to listen to it and get to know me and the why behind Monday State of Mind a little bit better. All right. So, okay, you guys, I'm kind of nerding out about the guest that we have today to talk all about growing and staying stimulated in sobriety. This is somebody I was telling him before we started recording, I was like, you are a hero to me and you don't even know it. You have no idea how much you've inspired me because he is an incredible Instagram influencer and also just an influencer to everybody in recovery. And so when I reached out to him, ladies and gents, to ask him, and he said, yes, I was like, oh my God, this is happening. Like, this is really happening because his story and, and the way he promotes and shows up for recovery means so much to me and to have him be on Monday state of mind. It's incredible. And so I'm going to go ahead and let this incredible human introduce himself to all of you. So who do I have on Monday state of mind today? Hi, uh, my name is Austin Cooper. I'm, you know, with Sober Evolution and it is an honor to be a part of your show. It's amazing that the gift keeps on giving of being inspired because I'm inspired by you too. And it's just a, an amazing cycle and I love to keep it going. And uh, yeah, just very grateful to be here. So thank you. Yeah, dude, Austin, thank you so much. And you guys, um, he'll tell you how to get a hold of him at the end of the show and how you can follow him. And I just suggest highly suggest that you follow what he does and also his incredible fiance as well. Austin, we are in it. We are talking about sobriety and always growing and evolving, right? And so when I reached out to you and you picked this topic out of the topics that I presented to you, what about this topic of choosing to grow and evolve really inspired you? Well, I mean, it definitely stood out. I think the evolve part of it is, you know, essentially why I started Sober Evolution on uh, Instagram and social media. For me, part of my sobriety or my recovery has just been change and, you know, being able to deal with change and accepting it. And even, you know, in certain circumstances, seeking change and, you know, figuring out how to deal with uh, all of that stuff in the process. So, you know, it, it really, I think, for me has been important in my recovery. And it's something that I've talked about over the years. And uh, it's just a great topic. So it stood out to me very much. I love it. Awesome. So Austin, when I bring up this topic, right, I think for a lot of us in recovery that well, for me, especially that first year, I just holding on for dear life, trying to stay sober. And then once like, you know, I started to get more clear headed, and I started to have all this space because I wasn't used to all this space in my head, right? I was like, what do I do 
with my day. I don't even know what to do. And in part of it for me, it was scary. And I say scary because I was like, wow, I have so much opportunity, but I have no idea how to harness it. I have no idea how to continue to grow and evolve. And so were these things that you experienced in your early recovery and how were you able to work through being able to take in the capacity that you now had being sober? Yeah. I mean, when I was on a car ride to go to a treatment center, I was, you know, completely freaking out about what my life would become. And, you know, really, I just was terrified that life would just be boring and I'd have to lock myself in my room and just be completely stagnant and uh, not do anything for the rest of my life. And so I was very fearful of that early on. And luckily there were a lot of really you know, amazing counselors and, and people who worked at the treatment center. And it was just interesting hearing some of their stories um, and some of the stories from people who had been in recovery for a long time and hearing about everything they've done in their lives. And, you know, that inspired me. It kind of got me a little bit past the fear aspect, but at the same time, you know, I was completely new to this whole recovery thing. And so just figuring out how to not go out and drink and, and be sober, that was the first step for me. And, you know, with that came a lot of nail biting or, you know, just clenching my teeth and trying to hold on for dear life. But so, yeah, I mean, I'd say within the first few weeks, it was tough, but I really latched on to the people that were doing these really incredible things with their lives and crediting it, you know, towards their recovery. And I was like, I want to figure out how to get passionate about stuff and, and how to start accomplishing these things. And so, you know, I just started asking questions and, and talking to more people. And once I was out of treatment, really started kind of networking throughout the recovery community. And, and not only that, but networking in general, uh, it was way out of my comfort zone, but, you know, I had seen a, a lot of the people I looked up to do that. And so I kind of just forced myself to accept you know, the, the change in who I was going from, you know, this introvert to being more of an extroverted introvert, if you will. And that alone just helped me grow as a person so much and figuring out what my goals are and, and, you know, my dreams are really, and uh, just going after it. And so that, you know, alone gave me something very positive to focus on. And I started accomplishing things. And right then and there, it's like, why, would I stop, you know, trying to work hard, you know, towards my goals or figuring out what my goals are. Um, and so I just kept doing that over and over again. And I realized, you know, the best feeling in the world wasn't, you know, what I was missing, which were the highs, the original highs from, you know, the drugs or the alcohol or whatever that was the best feeling in the world was accomplishing these goals. And so I just wanted that more and more. And so I just kept pushing my own boundaries and, you know, figuring out that with that process, I was growing as a human being and there's no turning back from that type of growth. And that's what I found really cool. And it's just what I've done ever since. I love that you said, I don't miss the high of like getting drunk or any of that anymore. Like now, like you crave that high of success and achieving goals. And it's cool how like our insight changes. And I love that you said too, that you're an extroverted introvert, because I say that too. I'm extroverted, but then man, I love my alone time. I really do. I, I need to isolate sometimes to recharge. And that's like in a good way, not like just isolate. But for those people, Austin, that are listening, that are like, yeah, that's cool. When you notice that you're getting bored 
and then you need to switch things up. What are some things that are happening? Like, do you start to get restless? Do you start to get like restless, irritable, discontent? And what is it that comes up for you? And then how do you choose to, to move the needle to stay stimulated? Yeah, I mean, I, I think it's just boredom in general. If I start feeling bored, I know that there's something wrong and I need to make a change. It's almost like I've practiced not being bored so much or practiced recognizing consciously that, you know, I am bored so much that, you know, it's an automatic trigger for me to go and do something productive or change my schedule. I think that's typically where my boredom comes in. Even if I'm doing all of these great things, if I fall into a routine for a long period of time and it's the same thing day in and day out, I start feeling, you know, that boredom or just complacency and that right there, being conscious of that is what triggers me to change things up. So, you know, whether it's my morning routine or afternoon routine or night routine, just literally changing things up a little bit. And that's what kind of re-stimulates my mind and just what uh, pushes me to go further and, and do bigger and better things and that I enjoy. So, yeah, I mean, it's just that boredom. Once I start feeling it, I know I need to make a change and that's what I go do. Oh, I love that you said like, it can just be simple. Your morning and evening meditation, just changing how long you meditate for or a different passage in a book or the music you listen to or not listening to music. I think sometimes like people think, oh, I have to change a whole, like something big up, but it can be the smallest things. Like I like to say like small hinges swing big doors. And so could you just even share some things that you've changed up in your sobriety as you've grown and evolved that have just really helped you? Yeah. I mean, uh, especially early on, one of the biggest things was exercise. I mean, it uh, was not something that I did very often <laughs> before then, but I realized too, from what I was learning and even from, you know, classes I took back in high school and in college, understanding, you know, how important exercise is. And that's what builds up dopamine and serotonin and all that, you know, those good feel good chemicals. And I knew that unfortunately I had been hooked you know, using drugs and alcohol for a long period of time to non-naturally produce those chemicals. And so I knew my body was not going to be know how to produce those chemicals naturally anymore. So I had to figure out what can I supplement in to start producing those feel-good chemicals. And so right away, you know, even in rehab, I, we basically had cots doing all sorts of workouts using the cots and, you know, just the floor, push-ups, sit-ups, all that good stuff. And, you know, it was really uncomfortable. I mean, I guess trying anything new is uncomfortable, but I also kind of kept in the back of my mind something I think I read years before, which is it takes around 21 days to uh, form a habit, which that's a pretty uh, on point number. But, you know, for me, it can take anywhere from a couple of weeks to maybe a couple of months to really create a habit. So I went into it knowing that it was going to be uncomfortable for a while, but maybe I could get used to this and maybe, you know, I, I can uh, be someone who starts running or doing competitions or whatever it may be. So I just started while I was in rehab and uh, I continued doing it until it wasn't uncomfortable anymore. And that was one of the big things that, you know, really changed my daily routine. And so once I was out of rehab, you know, I would start going for runs or, you know, even just slight little workouts. I mean, it was nothing. I didn't just, you know, join a triathlon right away. You know, I, I had to just mess around and, and figure out what my body reacted best to. And in the process, it, it really helped me start feeling 
the sense of motivation and just feel good inside because of being able to produce dopamine and serotonin again. So that was a big one early on. Uh, it also, that was one of the first instances of me being able to accomplish some of my goals. Getting in shape was a big one. And once I accomplished that, and once I started feeling really good, I was just like, wow, like this is cool. I just have to be uncomfortable for a short period of time relative to the rest of my life for me to experience these really powerful lifelong results. So that was a big one early on. I think another one was just training myself to become a student of life. And it was not who I was before, but I decided while I was in treatment, I was like, I need a pen and a paper. I'm going to write everything down that people are talking about and trying to teach us while we're here. And that's what I did. And I started learning so much. I learn a lot better when I'm writing notes down. I've had ADHD pretty much my whole life. So I needed to write it down so I could review everything again and really sink it into my head. And that right there taught me, you know, I don't know everything. And it's really great that I become willing and open to soaking in uh, stuff from other people and other people's experience. And that's pretty much taken me a long way. I mean, I, I still feel that way with everything that I do. I'm a student at life, you know, with my job and business and all this other stuff. So those are, I think the two initial things that I really had to change. And because I did change that it's resulted in me living the way I do now. So, yeah. The fact that you said a student for life, like that just sums up the evolution to me. Write this down. Austin Cooper's dropping gold. And that's the thing is to, I think in order for us to stay stimulated and to continue to evolve is to remain teachable and to be okay with not being great at things right off the rip. I just love that you said like to remain a student for life. Guys, that's it. Mic drop. Okay, we're done here. <laughs> but it's so true. I totally, I, yeah. I mean, it was, again, the complete opposite of who I was before, but because I tried it out for a short period of time and, and uh, started gaining a lot from it, you know, that's what's led me to over eight years sober now. So yeah, I created so much of uh, what I have today to that mindset change right there. And you guys, like you just said mindset. Guys, what is Monday State of Mind all about? Changing our minds so that it works for us and not against us. And in recovery, just like freaking Austin Cooper just said, you know, remaining teachable, remaining a student for life, that is keeping our mindset, our mindset stimulated. Ah. Oh. Okay. Okay. See, this is why I reached out to Austin. Um, Austin, if there is like one thing that you could say about being sober and having these opportunities, just opportunities to grow and evolve, what has that done for your life? I mean, it's, it's changed everything. It saved my life for one, but it's given me the opposite sense of feeling stuck. You know, I mean, I felt stuck for 10 years of my life and that my back was up against a wall and I couldn't accomplish any of my goals. Even if I have any struggles within my sobriety, I know that I can get through those obstacles and I know that I can figure things out, even if it's getting uh, let go from a job or my business not working out or whatever it is. I know that I have these skills to be able to learn something new that can lead me in a completely different uh, positive direction. So yeah, I mean, that's what my recovery and sobriety has been all about is just 
learning how to be good at overcoming obstacles. And with that knowledge, I never feel stuck. And so, you know, it helps out not only with uh, my goals, but, you know, also anxiety and depression and things like that. I'm able to kind of muster up that courage to go that extra step to learn something new and, and get myself out of the hole that I'm in. <sighs> Guys, there you have it. Austin Cooper, I just can't thank you enough for being here with us to share a, a bit of you and your experience with the world and how to make your mindset work for you, especially in recovery. Can you please tell the world how they can get a hold of you and follow you all the things? Yeah, I mean, the best way would definitely be through my Instagram channel. I, I spend a lot of time on there, but uh, it's at Sober Evolution. And you can also, you know, access my email, which is the sober evolution at gmail.com. Uh, but you can access all of that through uh, my Instagram channel as well. Uh, sober evolutions on Facebook. There's a private group and there's also uh, the business page as well. So feel free to check those out. Feel free to reach out, ask me anything. I'm an open book. Ah, there you have it. Sober evolution, how to grow and evolve in sobriety. Austin, thank you so much for being here and thank you for your time. I, I appreciate you so much and thank you all for tuning in to this incredible episode of Monday State of Mind. I want to go ahead and end this episode by reminding you that if you or someone you know is struggling with addiction, please call the Harmony Foundation at 866-686-7867. Recovery is a journey and Harmony gives you the map. We'll see you next week. Oh,